Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we are continuing our little game of, what did we call it? Snog, Mario Void? I don't know. Did did we give it an official name? An official... I mean, we I, sh- I should probably know this. I don't remember. Before I hit record. <laughs> we called it... Our take on snag a snog snog marry avoid at the 2023 Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Oh, that's a proper Disney name, that is. That it? is, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's you know, I could be an Imagineer with that. <laughs> but I think where we deviate from Imagineers is we're going through each menu and we'll we're we're kind of giving it a classification on whether something is soaring around our mouth, whether we're living with the taste, or whether it's not even worth a trash table. Now that is th- those that I am proud of. I will say, yeah, I, I th- justifiably, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When when, I, when it's a win, I've got to celebrate the win. And <laughs> we stretch this episode out over two because I'm, I'm celebrating those those puntastic puns. Yeah, yeah, totally worth it. So yeah, we are continuing this week. Um, we finished last week on uh, sorry the week before last on France, so we're starting this week with the fry basket. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream. A heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So this, this already, this obviously came about because we love the Food and Wine Festival. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't want to be one of those podcasts that just read menu items out and went, yes, that sounds great. So we mm-hmm. thought we'd make a little game of it. Um, I should say thank you to everyone for sharing and listening to our Horror Night special last week. Uh, it was entirely my fault. Well, not really my fault, but it was my household's fault for Dan not being present yeah. last week. That's not sugarcoating it. She was, it was your son's fault, right? It was, <laughs> yeah, it was my <laughs> uh, he, he was a bit unwell, so we had to take him yeah. out. But he's on the mend now, um, which is why Donna and I were recording quite late Sunday evening to get the episode out. So you're welcome, people. You're welcome. Uh, there's some great jokes in there as well, some quite inappropriate jokes between... <laughs> a, a man and his wife that should probably not have aired on Spotify and the like, but there we go. <laughs> I'm curious now. I need to have a listen. <laughs> so, oh, also I should say we are officially, officially the podcast with the largest amount of spirit jerseys owned. <laughs> probably by quite a way. Yeah. I mean, if any other podcast wants to reach out and deny this, yeah, bring it on. Can we get a Guinness World Record for that? I mean, probably if we had podcasts at the front. Yeah. I'm sure I mean, there's they some... Ha- they hand them out for anything these days, don't they? I'm sure so. there's... We have to pay for them. 
Do you? Oh, you have, to, you have to pay for them to come out and like verify. Right. Okay. Okay. I wonder. If, I mean, there, there can't be that many people in the world that have many more spirit jerseys than me. I'm sure that. <laughs> I, I mean, a hundred percent there will be. Yeah. But not many. Yeah. There's. I mean, I'm sure there's some people with like every possible one. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but as you say, there's not going to be many of them. I mean, I'm, you know, I'll be honest. It's not something I'm proud of. It's a very expensive habit. I'm not convinced by that, Ryan. Well, a little bit. I did buy another one this week, which I just showed down. <laughs> um, and I was looking at the official Spirit Jersey website because they've got um, diet, a Diet Coke one and a Fraggle Rock one that I really want, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy them. Maybe just yet. <laughs> well, really you wait until we finish recording. I've only got Disney ones, so um, you never know. I need to broaden it out. Yeah. Mix up the collection a little bit. But I do have, I mean, literally, like, one of my wardrobes is just spirit jerseys. So Yeah, I mean, you, you're going to need to buy another house soon, Ryan. I know. Or I'm going to be, like, told to just go and live in the loft with my spirit jerseys. <laughs> do you have a garage? We do have a garage. There you go. We could move the kids to the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Not the spirit jerseys. No. Spirit jerseys, they just can't the be kids. in a damp setting, Dan. Ah, the kids will be fine, though. They'll get ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's antibiotics and that'd be fine yeah they got good lungs it's fine <laughs> right let's get into this so we're going through each food item i think we were doing and deciding yeah. what was what fit one of the three categories and i can't remember with, with beverages what we were doing did we just do one of the we just we just said for all the beverages whether it was yeah, 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 I think you're right. So the fry basket, um, I really enjoyed the fry basket last week. Uh, last week, last year, I was there was an Epcot last week. <laughs> That's the real reason, wasn't it, Ryan? Yeah, recording live from Epcot. You snuck away, did a one day trip to Epcot and came back. <laughs> no, the fry basket last year was great. Actually, we, pro- we probably went there to that booth more than most. I mean, partially because it was quite close to test track. Um, okay. but but otherwise, like the the fries really were great. So, I mean, let's go through the list. You've got mm-hmm. the adobo y- yucca fly fries, yucca fly fries. I can't speak today. I just. <laughs> I would say yucca, although it's yeah. only one C, isn't it? I thought yucca had two C's. Yucca. Mm, yeah. The yucca fries with garlic, cilantro, aioli. Well done. Thank you. For five fifty. You've got the fry flight for seven fifty, which is sea salt and malt vinegar fries, barbecue bacon fries with smoked aioli, and sweet potato casserole fries with candied pecan pecans pecans, toasted marshmallow cream and maple bourbon glaze. And then you also have a new item this year, which is the pickle fries with dill ranch for five fifty. Dan, give us your give us your list. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the uh, the 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 things so. So around my mouth, so I, would, I would say it would be the fry flight. Yes. Very um, good. Ve- very good. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the same flight as last year, and they really were fantastic. Oh, okay. We, okay. we got that probably two or three times. Nice. Nice. I'm not sure what the casserole fries are. Well, um, it's like they're like but... sweet, it's like sweet fries because it literally is like You've got the candied uh, pecans and the marshmallow cream. It is yeah. like eating a bit of like a dessert. Okay, okay. They're probably yeah. the weakest of the three, I would say. What, from the fry flight? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and then living with the taste would be the yuca fries. Yeah. And then not even worth the trash table would be the pickle fries. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming they're just pickles cut into yeah. like fry shapes. They're like they're like deep fried pickles, I think. Um, oh, they. Mm, yeah, I think they are. That might make more sense. I think they're, they're like deep fried. They're like chips. They're like sliced, yeah, like sliced pickles, deep fried to look like chips. Right. Okay. It's not like you're eating, you've got like a basket of. It's not something. just a basic pickle and dill. Yeah, dill no, rudge. It's, it's like they're shaped like chips, so it's like sliced pickle, deep fried, shaped like chips. I think. Okay. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't change the ranking, but yeah. No. no. Um. For me, I would say. This is actually quite a tough one. Because you like pickles, don't you? I do. I think sawing around my mouth is the fl- fr- the fry flight. Can't say mm-hmm. it. Just because I've had it la- last year several times, I think it's fantastic. Living with the taste, pickle fries, because I really want to try them, and I like pickles. And okay. not even worth a trash table is the is the, the yucca fries or yucca fries. I, I did have them last year, and I didn't think they were amazing from memory. Okay, so I, I don't really know what they are, because basically just like garlic fries, but they weren't. I think what, I had them and they are were they, like, are they potato based, or are they? Yeah, because I don't I don't know what. Uh... Oh, I, just, I googled them. There's a. Mm, is that the, is that the right picture? There's a picture that looks like from Epcot, but they're massive. Yeah, I. Th- let me just double check. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they were quite big. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember these. I'm just looking at a picture of them now. They were really. They weren't crispy. They were too soft. You know when you like. Okay. Eat. Like, they looked like they'd be crispy, when, based on the picture, because they're covered in like sauce as well. Mm-hmm. And they weren't. They were like really like soft, and it just like I don't know why. I just was expecting them to be crispier, and it put me off them. Right. So that's why they're made at the bottom of my list. Yeah, they're not made of potato. Oh, they're not? No, they're... Uh, they're made from a root. Mm. It's the root of the cassava plant. Okay. There you go. So it's pronounced yucca. Okay. But it's, but it's not the same as the yucca plant. Nice and confusing. Yeah, just to confuse. Okay, so yeah, so it's not potato; it's some it's some form of root, which which I mean, I guess like potatoes are root vegetables. So, I, I you know I I would say our podcast is much like living with the land and spaceship Earth, fun <laughs> yeah. and education. There you go. There you go. Now we know people. There you go. Um, and in terms of beverages, you've got the Stone Brewing Buena Buena Salt and Lime Lager from San Diego, which is new. And the Salty Dog Cocktail, Boyd and Blair Potato Vodka with Grapefruit Juice, Ginger, Simple Syrup, and Lime with Salted Rim for $12. <laughs> Dan's just laughing at Salted Rim. <laughs> There's the fun. There's the fun. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to put it right out there straight away. Not even worth a trash, the trash table. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't... I'm not a huge fan of grapefruit juice, so the cocktail is not wonderfully for me. I hate grapefruit. Yeah. 
And that, I mean, that's got that's got some strong flavors in it, hasn't it? Grapefruit, ginger, lime, yeah. like sounds disgusting. It, it sounds really... like it's going to burn the back of your throat off. Yeah, it sounds like it's going right through you as well. <laughs> and like salt and lime lager, I'm not the greatest fan of like lime lagers and things. I think last year they had a key lime beer and it was lovely, but okay. it's they've gone downhill with this year. So trash table for me. No, no, I agree with you there. Okay, moving on to Germany here. Uh, Christ. Um, <laughs> we're start, starting off with the Schenken Nudeln. Um, the pasta, the past, pasta with ham, onions, and cheese, $5. Uh, you've got the bratwurst on a pretzel roll with mustard for $6, and apple strudel with vanilla sauce for $4.50. Now, I will say. That mm. Consistently, Germany is one of the worst booths in the Food and Wine Festival. In my, oh. in my, okay, um, that's because the I've had the bratwurst before and it was incredibly disappointing. Right, apple strudel. I mean, you everyone knows my opinion on on cooked fruits. Get in the <laughs> bin, um, and then pasta with ham and cheese. I'm not paying five dollars for something I can make at home for thirty cents. What a joke. Um, so that actually makes this decision quite difficult, but I'm going to put I'm going to put apple strudel straight in the bin, in a, not even worth a trash table. Okay. I'm gonna. I don't know. This is where it gets living with the living with my taste or living with the taste, whatever we call it. Living with the taste. Yeah. Is going to be the pasta with ham and cheese, and then sore around my mouth is breakfast and a pretzel roll with mustard. But let it be known. In an ideal world, they'd all they'd all be in the trash table. Um. See now, I would probably agree with you on that ranking. Like, I think I think we said in the in the previous episode, cooked apple. I, I don't mind cooked fruits, but cooked apple, no. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I think. Uh, not with the trash table for the strudel, and then. I'd probably I'd probably favour having the bratwurst on the pretzel roll over the pasta. Yeah. So um because yeah, as you say, like the pasta it doesn't sound anything particularly special. I mean it might taste great, but like, it's not something I'm gonna get at the food and wine festival. Yeah, as you say, it's like something you can easily do at home. Mm. Um yeah. So I, I agree with you there. And then on to beverages, we've got um Gaffel Kolsch. Uh, Weinstefana, I do actually know how to say that one. Uh, Weinstefana Fest beer. We've got the Frickly Pear. Hi, Uh Someone German listening to this is just cursing it into the uh, into the. <laughs> uh, Selbach Oster Riesling, uh, a Doctor Low alcohol removed Riesling, and a beer flight for ten dollars. Presumably picking any of the beers that I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, for me. Soaring around my mouth. Okay. I, I think there's some great beers in there. I would have the... The, the Vice Stefano is lovely. Like, I've had that... Uh, there's a pub, actually, that, local to, to us, uh, the brew house, that does Vice Stefano. Very nice. Uh, I've not tried the best beer, so I'd give that a go. The Shohofa... Uh, they do a grapefruit beer that is actually quite nice um, that's, that they sell in Germany all year round. So I try the prickly pear version for sure, mm-hmm. um, and then I try the other one. No idea what it is, but I'd give it a go. Uh, the other two probably. So actually, really strong on the beer front. 
for me. Um, but I kind of know where you're going with this. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's not worth a trash table. You don't drink beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to Greece. Oh, yeah. that really hit me with these. The Spanakopita? Yeah. I, I have no idea on that. I don't know what that is. That is yeah. To be honest. They, I like how it's literally just the one word as if everyone knows what that is. It, There's a picture of it. It's not helping me. No, it's not helping me at all. It's a savoury spinach pie. I mean, it looks all right, actually. It looks a bit dense. It looks like it's not been cooked properly in the picture I'm seeing. But uh, Are you looking at the actual one or are you looking at... I'm looking at a picture on uh, Disney Food Blog. Oh, okay, okay. I just Googled that and, you know... It looks a bit undercooked. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it sounds like it's just pastry, cheese and spinach. It's, yeah, it looks like it's like phyllo pastry with cheese, yeah. and, cheese and spinach. Um, so you've got that. You've got the griddled cheese with pistachios and honey for $5. Uh, the lamb dry away with shaved lettuce, tomatoes, red onion um, on warm flatbread for six seventy-five, mm-hmm. And a plant-based impossible masaka. For $5.50. I'm showing how uncultured I am this morning. <laughs> I mean, there's four there, so we're going to have to sort one of them into... We were Yeah, what, do a... Do a double and one. Yeah, whichever one you want to do. Uh, I'm going to put the... Plant-based... Into... Not worth a trash table. Okay. I'm going to put the... Griddle cheese into. Oh, this is diff- this is actually quite difficult. Um, I could put the griddle cheese into living with the taste. I'm also going to put the span span of copperto into living with the taste, mm-hmm. and then the lamb gyro into soaring around my mouth. Because I would okay. try. I mean, and and to be fair, I would try. I would try the plant based option, and I have had the spinach thing before. From now that I've seen a picture, and I did quite like it. Right. Okay. Well, the, the, uh, sorry, the spinach one. Did you say? Yeah, I have had that before, and it was quite nice. Right. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember um, it, but when I saw the picture, I was like, "Oh yeah, I've definitely eaten that." Okay. Um. So for me, I will go with the plant-based impossible Usaka mm-hmm. as not worth the trash table. I'm also going to go with the griddled cheese as not worth the trash table because I've just seen a picture of it. Don't appreciate it. Um, and oh, then I'll no, go. That looks, actually, that looks weird. What the the griddled cheese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rather strange, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's just like a bit of melted cheese with some pistachios and honey on top. Yeah, yeah. I expected it to come on bread. Yeah, it's a bit odd, isn't it? Looks a bit odd. It's um, a bit of fruit. <laughs> There's like some sliced melon with pistachio yes. on it. Yeah, with some dust. Yeah. <laughs> they dropped it on the floor and it's picked up a few stones. Yeah, it exactly looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I will go with um living with a taste for the lamb gyro and sawing in my mouth for the spanakopita. Okay. Fair enough. Maybe. 
add on to the beverages, we have um a I don't know, a Millionas white wine for six fifty, a um a rose for six dollars, a dry red for six six dollars fifty, and then a wine flight, presumably with a sampling of all three for seven dollars fifty. Um I don't like white wine. I do like rose and I don't mind a red, so I'd probably say Although it won't be a it won't be a cooled red. No, it's not going to be a great red. I I'd, mm, I'd still say living with the taste probably because there's two on there that I would have. Okay. Or try okay. at least. So what as, as the two being the red and the rosé. Yeah, I don't like okay. it well, really. Yeah. <clears throat> um, for me, it would be not worth trash table. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I. I have tried wine and I will try wine, but it's not. You're not going to pay five dollars, six dollars for no, regardless. No, of... yeah, that's fair. Um, on to Hawaii, which is not opening until August fifteenth. That's the well tomorrow if you're listening when this episode comes out. First is a a Kahlua pork slider with sweet and sour uh, doll. Pineapple chutney and spicy mayonnaise mayonnaise for five dollars seventy five. Then you've got spam sushi with sushi rice, teriyaki glaze, spam, spiced mayonnaise, eel sauce, and nori 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 for six dollars, and a passion fruit cheesecake with toasted macadamia nuts for four seventy five. Dan, where are you going with these? Oh, um, I think I'll go. Um, sawing sawing around my mouth for the cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Ba ba ba. Um. Living with the taste for the Kahlua pork slider. Yeah. Because pineapple. Mm. Yeah. Um, and not worth the trash table for the spam sushi. Yeah. The problem is the problem they've got is that spam is just what certainly in Britain. Mm. Spam is not seen as something like is remotely edible. <laughs> it's like, even if it was a last resort, I'd probably pick up the jar of paste before I'd pick up my tin of spam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I give the dog spam, and I, and I think it's like a perceived. I think it's a perceived thing from I don't know. It probably dates back to war times. In that, I don't really. I mean, maybe I've had spam once or twice. I don't think I particularly disliked it. But no, it, yeah, like, thing it just comes in this weird, unappealing tin that makes look makes it looks with, like you're around some like weird jelly around it. Yeah, it's like this is what you had during during the rations of war, or well, that's what it's perceived as. I'm just I'm just reading. Is it an American thing? It may well be an American thing. <laughs> Gained popularity worldwide after its use during World War Two. There you go. Look, there you go. <laughs> It starts. It, it, it sounds like it was created like in Minnesota. We're like nineties Epcot. Yeah, it is. It, well, for me, it was like a nineties thing. I guess whether it could, probably because I yeah, had it around my grandparents and things like that. Yeah, who, that, that would have been tin. alive around World War Two. <laughs> yeah, you turn the tin around and it was like expiry date um, June nineteen fifty three. Yeah, but it's like, still oh, good. Somehow, oh. it's still good. <laughs> well, I say good. It's edible. It won't kill you. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, for me, I think somewhere around my mouth is the pork slider. I have had that before, and it was it was nice, even with the the pineapple chutney. 
And okay. the living with the taste is the passion fruit cheesecake. I'm not the greatest fan of passion fruit, but cheesecake. And then um, not even worth a trash table is yeah the spam sushi. Even if it's nice, it just doesn't sound appealing. Yeah, I just <laughs> it's interesting. You go you go on Google, you search for spam, and you come to the Wikipedia page, and and one of the things is spam mousse mousse musubi is a popular snack snack and lunch food in Hawaii. There you go. So clearly they like their spam in Hawaii. And then there's also a picture of a of a baked spam, which they've almost tried to tried to make look like a like a gammon joint. It's got like crisscrossed on the top and it's glazed and all this sort of stuff. It's well, like it's just spam. Just like, spam. Yeah. It's just spam. Yeah. Um and onto our drinks we've got uh, we've got an IPA, we've got um some pineapple wine and then we've got a, a, a Lu, Alani, sorry, a Sunrise vodka, double pineapple juice, and grenadine for fourteen dollars. Um, oh, can we just go back to the spam for a second? Yes, let's go back to the spam. There's the spam reporter Dan. There's, there's the quite page. a big section for Hawaii really? on the spam page. It says residents of the state of Hawaii have the highest per capita consumption in the United States. They get seven million cans of spam a year. That's insane. Yeah, they like their spam. Yeah. Uh, Hawaiian Burger King restaurants began serving spam in 2007. No, hold on a second. You said 7 million tins of spam a year. Yeah, as in as in the the whole state consumes 7 million cans yeah. of spam in a year. There's only 1.4 million people on Hawaii. But there you go. That's a lot of spam, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. They like their spam, Ryan. That's insane. <laughs> that spam to person ratio is off the charts. In 2017, Hawaii was plagued by a rash of thefts of spam. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, just want to go to. Just, they just want to pop around to my nan's cupboards. She's got loads. Yeah. <laughs> Local retailers believed organised crime was involved. Oh my god! Wow. Um, Hawaii, come on, do something else. <laughs> that sounds like uh, something that, um, like a local detective show would, be, like from the seventies, would be about. Yeah, yeah. They can't cover real crimes because it was too too much for, you know, before the watershed. So they were dealing with like theft of tit, like like, like Fireman Sam episode or something. Yeah. You know, one of those like ninety percent of Fireman Sam episodes have nothing to do with fires now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like oh, Fireman Sam, they've stolen my spam. I don't know if they did. Did they? Did they? Was there a lot of fire in Fireman Sam? I don't. Well, I don't know. It's such a random Welsh town, wasn't it? Like, how many fires <laughs> was, was start? I mean, what was that absolute twat of a kid? Wasn't there Norbert? Oh, wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't do. He didn't do. I well. mean, just saying. Do you reckon Sam had anything to do with the fires? I mean, keeping himself in business and, you know, well, keeping yeah. himself in a job. He's got his pension. Yeah. Things it's, about. A bit, it's a bit suspect, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure he... I, I mean, I might be wrong, but... I'm in Sam. We're going, oh, no, no, he has got... Yes, he has. What's that? I mean, Sam has got red hair. The only other person to have red hair, I believe, in that show is Norbert. Um, uh, just saying. Yeah, Simon Sam just got spicy. 
Yeah. I'm sure his name was Norbert. I I would have I thought it was Norman. Norman, yeah. Okay, yeah. Norman. So he's got red hair as well. Just saying, just putting it out there. Does Norman's mother have red hair? I don't know. I can't remember. Now you're throwing out my theory, though. Let's assure. <laughs> let's assume she doesn't, just for the, just for the kicks. <laughs> We're very very quickly turning into um, the uh, only murders in the building in our podcast quality. I I don't know that show. Yep. Oh, you need to watch it. It's great. I know of it. But it's yeah, great. I don't. I've not watched it. Okay, so do we do the beverages? No, we didn't. So we I didn't. read. About, we didn't. I interrupted um, about spam. We, I mean, it was very, very Epcot in the nineties, which is very fitting. So <laughs> I would say living with the taste because I would try the definitely try the IPA, and I'd probably give the pineapple wine a go because I don't think it would be that pineapple-y, which I, I know makes no sense, but I think. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I think it would be all right, but the 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 sunrise with vodka, old pineapple juice, and grenadine sounds disgusting. The wine is surprisingly expensive. It is ten dollars, yeah. Compared to um, where were we before Greece, where mm. each of the wines is either six or six fifty. Yeah. So apparently, pineapples are expensive. Um, for me, again, it's going to be not worth the trash table because the IPA, the, it's a sparkling wine. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, pineapple, pineapple, vodka. Um, I guess technically it's probably not a um, <clears throat> cocktail, is it? Because there's only like three ingredients. I, I think it counts as a cocktail, doesn't it? I, I was watching... I was watching RKG, yeah, and they were having a conversation about you can only call it a cocktail if it's got something like four, four or more ingredients. I'm not sure that's the official. I don't, I don't know, but I don't. That's I mean, that's, that's what I'm basing my uh, <laughs> my comment on. We'd love to get people's opinion. I, I, not, I mean, I would call that a cocktail. What else would you, I, what else would you call it? I mean, um, a sunrise is a cocktail, right? Is that what they're calling it? They're calling it. Oh, uh, oh yeah, Alani sunrise. Um, it sounds like a cocktail name. Mm, Dan is the official researcher for the show today. I, I mean, it's going to be difficult to tell if there's a if there's a hard and fast rule on this. If we were one of these shows with thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners, we'd have like two researchers in the background, like doing yeah. all of this for us <laughs> as we talk. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be difficult to tell. Although, they, although there's. Plenty of websites that sort of say three ingredient cocktails. There you go. So, there you go. I told you. Yeah, yeah. Also, I mean, I will say one of my favourite cocktails, which is it's not particularly high classy, is a um, pina colada, and that's got two ingredients that I absolutely despise: coconut and pineapple. Very strange. Together, they seem to be okay. There you go. There so you, you go. never know. Uh, let's move on to India. First on the list is a curry spiced crispy cheese with mango curry ketchup for five twenty five. You've got a potato and pea samosa with coriander lime cream for five fifty, and a chicken tikka masala with fennel spiced yogurt and naan bread for six twenty five. Um, ooh, I think soaring around my mouth will be the potato and pea samosa. Actually, the okay. living with the taste is the chicken tikka masala. 
And not even worth the trash table is the curry spice crispy cheese with mango curry ketchup, which I would try, but I had to put one in the, you know, not even worth the trash table. Yeah, yeah. And and I would probably agree with you on that ranking. Mm. I mean, it's it's not probably a place that I would probably stop at. We And traditionally, we haven't, because we've always walked past this and gone, you know what, that menu sounds pretty banging, but... Right. I don't want to eat a chicken tikka masala with a naan bread when it's 35 degrees out. So understandably, that's yeah. typically why we don't. I mean, I think I have had the, whether it be the potato and pea, but we've had a samosa there before. It was nice. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I probably agree with you on that ranking. Okay. Uh, and then beverages, we've got a mango lassi, which is non-alcoholic for $5. A Taj Mahal premium lager. Uh, 550 or 950 a Sula tropical sparkling wine for 750 uh another white wine for six dollars and a mango lassi with somrus chai cream liqueur for eleven dollars I mean it could that could be fantastic but don't know what that is um and then you can buy a corpsicle stemless flute for twenty four dollars I think stemless flute Mm. obviously that's the that's the glass isn't it but yeah i mean presuming that that comes with one of the drinks probably the mango last year i would assume what's it called stimulus fruit i'm just going oh, okay it's got a flat bottom okay i was merely thinking like a champagne flute that doesn't have a stem i was like that's just gonna you can't like that's just gonna fall over oh yeah yeah i mean yeah. the mango last year is quite nice i'm gonna go living with the taste actually Okay. The man, that... Yeah, mango lassi does look quite refreshing. Um... And I try the sparkling wine as well. Do, 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 just seeing, wow, that's a lot of yellow. It is a um, lot of yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll go living with the taste because I'll try the mango lassi. It looks quite nice, doesn't it? Yeah. Look, okay. it, I, I think it's quite, I think it's going to be quite syrupy. It's going to be very sweet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I'll give it a go. Okay, moving on to Ireland, to be sure, to be sure. Um, let's start off. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shanae, if you're listening to this. I'm sorry. The F- Fisherman's Seafood Pie for $7. The Roasted Irish Sausage with Potatoes and Onion Gravy for five seventy five, And a Warm Chocolate Pudding Cake with Irish Cream Liqueur Custard for four seventy five. Hot damn, that's a good yes. menu. Oof. Well, apart from, okay, yeah. I like seafood. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, sorry around my mouth, seafood pie. Okay. Warm chocolate pudding cake. And not even worth a trash can, trash table even. Roasted Irish sausage, with the caveat that that would not fall into that category in reality. Uh, Okay, okay. As in you would, you would have it. I would totally have that. Right, okay. I would totally okay. Go, go and order all three of those. Okay. In fact, I've probably had all three at some point. Maybe, actually, maybe not the sausage, because, again, it's like, feels like you're eating, like, a roast dinner when it's, like, 35 degrees out. <laughs> the seafood pie was an exception because I like seafood. Okay, okay. I've definitely had the warm chocolate cake, and it was amazing. Um. So, for me, not even with the trash table is the seafood pie. Yeah. Um, I'm really torn on, the, on these next two um you love an irish sausage <laughs> also like a bit of pudding cake 
Uh, I'm going to go living with a taste for the pudding cake and yep. sawing around my mouth for the, the sausage. <laughs> when I, I said that, it just sounds I've, weird. I've but, seen yeah. you walking around Epcot enjoying a good sausage. So, you know, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me. No, I, th- I think I'm, that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, that's fair. And then <laughs> onto the beverages, you've got a, a an Irish cream ale, a mead honey wine, and a Guinness Bailey's coffee shake. For mm. me, sawing around my mouth, I think I the coffee shake is amazing. Like mm-hmm. so good that it warrants being top like sawing around my mouth for that reason alone. But I would also try the honey wine. I haven't tried that before. And I'd give the Irish cream ale a go as well. Although I'd be less excited about those two. The Guinness Bailey's coffee shake, I will one hundred percent buy when I'm there in October. Yeah. I mean, I I would agree with you that it's probably soaring around my mouth because we had that one, didn't we, when we were yeah. before? Yeah. Uh, and it was very, very nice. Yeah, um, it is good. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Italy. As I said last week, uh, two weeks ago even, widely regarded as consistently the worst booth on the Food and Wine Festival showcase. Okay. I mean, you said that about um, Germany, didn't you? That was my opinion. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is this is widely regarded, <laughs> and I do agree it's pretty bad for for the price point that you get as well. Oh, okay, okay. Because as we say, on the face of it, it doesn't sound bad. No, it doesn't. But I'm I'm seeing similar reviews from the event this okay. year. Okay, right. So you've got a uh, for for chacha for chacha for cacha for cacha with beef meatballs, tomato sauce, and burrata cheese for nine dollars. You've got a cavaletti with sweet sausage ragu and crispy applewood smoked bacon for $10. And you've got a lemon ricotta cheesecake with vanilla cream and strawberry compote for $8. I agree with you 100% on the surface. Sounds Mm. like a great menu. Um, Tough one, though. I think I'd probably go... Not even worth a trash can would be the... The bread, even though it sounds good okay. with the meat, meatballs. Mm-hmm. The ragu, sweet sausage ragu would be limb with the taste. And the le- lemon ricotta cheesecake would be sore around my mouth, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would agree with you with the cheesecake. So that would be sore around my mouth. I'd probably go living with the taste for the focaccia and then not with the trash table for the. Cava, cavatelli, cavatelli, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I, I do agree. Like it's, it seems on the pricey it's side, very pricey for the for compared to like what you could get at um, Ireland. Yeah, fisherman's seafood pie for seven dollars. Expensive ingredients, okay, not potato, mm. but fish, versus a bit of bread and some meatballs and tomato sauce for nine dollars, two dollars more. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, the cavatelli with sweet sausage is ten dollars. Yeah, I'm just I'm just like going back and sort of seeing every gem everything tends to be around the five to six dollar mark. Yeah. And then you get like some some like in France. France is a little bit more expensive, but even still it's only seven fifty. Um whereas yeah, Italy nine dollars, ten dollars, and eight dollars. Very expensive booth. Seems very on the pricey side. Yeah. Um, and then onto the beverages, you've got Prosecco for $11.50. I mean, I'm sorry, if you're paying $11.50 for a glass of Prosecco, you're an <laughs> idiot. 
<laughs> get an entire bottle of that for in uh like six <laughs> uh Moscato Moscato for twelve dollars. Um oh, I don't know how to say this one. Chianti. Chianti, yeah, I think you're right. Eleven dollars. Italian sangria, red or white, for twelve dollars. Uh Italian margarita with tequila and lemon lemon chill limoncello. <laughs> for twelve dollars, or a Peroni Pilsner for six dollars fifty, or eleven dollars. I'd probably say living living with the taste for this one. I'd have the sangria for sure, both of them, okay. the red and the white. I do like a white sangria. Weirdly, it's like two drinks got two hands. So exactly double fisting, yeah. as that guy in Starbucks said. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, it's probably not worth the trash table. Yeah. I think. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Japan. We've got a fire taiko roll, which is a sushi roll with spicy tuna, cucumber, and pickled daikon radish served with spicy sauce for $8. We've got a beef uh, wagyu don, traditional Japanese rice bowl with American wagyu beef, wise American, and steamed white rice for nine seventy five. And a teriyaki chicky bun, steam bun filled with chicken, vegetables, and teriyaki sauce for seven dollars fifty. Dan, hit us with your list. Okay, I am gonna go soaring around my mouth for the beef wagyu. Is it wagyu? Yeah, wagyu and like don. Um, living with a taste for the teriyaki chicken bun, and then not with the trash table for the fire taiko roll. I think I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like sushi, but I don't know why. I've, whenever I've walked past the Japanese booth, I've got just looked at the things and gone, no. Yeah. And I like Japanese food as well. I, I don't know what it is, but it never it never quite clicks with me when I walk past. What? Anything. Anything generally. in Japan. Right. I, okay. I don't, don't know why, but never really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the beverages, you've got a sake passion cocktail, moon on the water sake, and a brew hub Momo Amber Ale. Not even worth a trash can. Yeah. I'd have a sake, but like in the night, like kind of thing, not when I'm walking around Epcot in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It says like sake passion cocktail. Like what is in that? It's yeah. A, it's, it's a cocktail, but like what's <laughs> a bit odd. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to go, I'll, I'll go with not worth trash table as well for that one. The cocktail looks good, actually. No, I need to Google it. It does look good. Um, mm, where are you looking at? Oh, you sent me a link. Yeah, so actually, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised at the look of that drink. Mm-hmm. The beef wagyu don was not what I was thinking it would look like. No, it looks a bit like um, dogs eating mints and then throwing it up. Yeah, yeah, like. You would you I was expecting like pieces of beef. Yeah. Not sort of like a mince. Yeah. <clears throat> this um, is what I'm saying. Like, you know you see what you see what I'm saying? You walk past and you go, no, no, not really. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, if you saw that, it's kind of like not so appealing. Yeah. Doesn't feel like a strong booth to me. No. No. But yeah, not. I agree that the sake passion cocktail doesn't look bad. No, not at all. Okay, let's move on to Kenya. We've got a, a Kenyan coffee barbecue beef tenderloin with sweet potato, corn, um, and slaw. Oh my God, it's absolutely 
It, it really is. It's coming down. Hammering it down here. All of a sudden. And a peri-peri skewered shrimp with citrus-flavoured couscous. Only two items. Only two items. Mm. Um, I think I'd say saw around my mouth for the Kenyan coffee barbecue beef. And okay. living with the taste for peri-peri skewered shrimp. I think sound both sound pretty good to me. Okay. Um, I will go saw around my mouth for the tenderloin, for the beef tenderloin. Yep. Uh, and probably not worth the trash table for the skewered shrimp. Because you don't like shrimp. I don't like shrimp, no. Which is fair. And then they've only got one drink, which is a, a Pilsner from Florida. So yeah. I, I think not worth the trash can. I mean, they could have at least got an African beer in, sure. Yeah. <laughs> that can't be difficult to get. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Not worth the trash table. Um, is is this like a new booth? Or... No, I don't think so. Okay. But it's quite weak, isn't it? I mean, it is. All right. But like, why only one beer from Florida? Yeah, seems a bit strange. Don't understand that. Okay, on to Mexico now. Um, at the first on the list is a tostada. I'm not going to read. Braised pork on a fried corn tortilla with black black beans, avocado mousse, queso queso fresco, queso fresco. Yeah, and chai. That's a cheese or something, isn't it? It is. Yeah, for seven seventy five. Uh, you've got a slow slow braised beef short rib on a corn tortilla with salsa avocado mousse and spring onions and layers of traditional Mexican flan and tres, tres leche and guava and cachita for six dollars um hmm I'm gonna say soaring around my mouth for the braised beef I'm gonna say living with the taste for the Mexican flan and not even worth a trash can for the braised pork but I would eat all three of those things Mexico booth tends okay. to be pretty strong for me. I do I do often try all three things on the menu and they're usually pretty good. Okay, okay. Um I will probably I think I'll probably agree with you on that. So did did you go soaring around my mouth for the for the braised beef? Yes. Living with the taste for the flan. Yes. And then not with the trash table for the pork. Yeah, and my only reason really was that pork tends to be a bit like quite greasy, mm-hmm. like yeah. In comparison to to the to the to the beef short rib, so that's the only yeah, it can be, yeah. Went with that, yeah. No, I I would agree with your ranking there. And then beverages. This is where you can get some great margaritas if that's what you're into. So you've got a one that has a, a legal mez mezcal, watermelon liqueur, rosé wine. Uh, lime juice and algae, algae with chili lime powder rim. You've got a flyaway margarita, I mean, which includes such things as pineapple ginger juice, chili liqueur, and tequila with a sweet dried chili salt rim. And it's a Mexican craft beer. I mean, not even worth a trash table for me. I'm not the greatest fan of like Mexican margaritas, I will say. Okay, okay. And, I mean, I, I might try the Mexican craft beer, but it's very unclear to me as, as to what type of beer that is. So yeah. Maybe, yeah, I'd have to see it in person. I mean, I I might go living with the taste because I I I might try the Trouble in Paradise margarita. Yeah, I mean, it is pricey. It is pricey, but, but it's worth a go. Yeah, I mean, if 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 we're not if we're not concerned about the the price and that sort of stuff, I I would try that. And if you didn't drink it, I mean, I'd drink it. There you go. That's has happened many <laughs> times before. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, on to the Noodle Exchange, which is opening uh, tomorrow as well. If you're listening to the show as it comes out on August the fifth, August the fifteenth is when it opens. Or it's opening uh, today if you're listening to it on Tuesday. Yes, and if you're listening or, on Wednesday, yesterday, it's already, it's already open. Yeah, you missed it. Yeah, or next yeah. year, and uh, well, we're talking about 2024. Where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> so we've got four items here. We've got a shaved beef ramen with shiitake mushrooms pickled carrots and uh, a radish shaved peppers and soy egg in citrus sesame broth an impossible pork ramen with shiitake mushrooms uh thai shrimp with rice noodles they love that shiitake mushrooms here and mm. basil in a, in a or basil in a coconut curry broth and a tofu ramen even with shiitake mushrooms pickled carrots a radish shaved peppers baby bok choy in citrus sesame broth okay um I'm, Difficult on this because I don't really, not really into any of it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I probably go storing around my mouth for the Thai shrimp with rice noodles, even though it comes in a coconut curry broth. I do think that would be quite nice. Okay. Probably go with the shaved beef ramen uh, for the living with a taste, and then the other two, not even worth a trash table. Okay. So you said the impossible pork and the tofu were not worth the trash, trash table. Not worth the trash table, yeah. Okay, I would probably go with the shaved beef for sawing around my mouth. Yeah. Uh, the I think I'd probably have to go the impossible pork ramen for living with the taste. Uh huh. And then the shrimp and the tofu for not even worth a trash table. Yeah. Okay. I think, but yeah, it's not a strong booth not... for me. No, I mean I might try one of them, but. I think I looked last year, and I and I was like, mm, no. Yeah. And then in terms of beverages, you've got a a strawberry mochi berliner, um, for five dollars fifty or nine dollars fifty. So like a strawberry. I take it that's beer. a beer. Yeah. Yeah. And a Pacific Rim Old Vines Riesling, which I think is also a beer. I I'm gonna say living with a taste. I'd probably give both of those a go. Okay. Okay. Are you, mm, is the Riesling a a wine? Oh, it could be actually. Yeah, I'm just th- I'm just going based on the fact that they don't give a size, do they? They don't give two choices of a size. Yeah, you might be right. Which they normally do with the beers. Yeah, it, it also says vines, so I'm assuming it's a wine. And how much is that wine? Just out of interest, eight dollars. You can buy a bottle online, Dan, for twelve point nine. <laughs> there not you a go. Great wine, by the looks of it, it's not a great wine. Okay. Okay. I mean, a that I mean, a it's from America, so it's not going to be a great wine. But there we go. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to go not worth the trash table for me. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay, on to the refreshment outpost. We are we are nearly there. Nearly, we have quite a few to go. We've got one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven to go. Seven. Okay, we can do this. We can do this. Keep with us, guys. Power through. We're going to power through the next, the last seven. Two items here on the freshman outpost. We've got a spicy githiri with white beans, pigeon peas, curried Ben's original long grain and wild rice, and some kind of slaw for five dollars, and a Dole Whip for six dollars. Um, living with a taste for the spicy and curried Ben's original, whatever that is, yeah. and Dole Whip. Not even worth a trash table, unless it's a a, a flavour that isn't pineapple. 
the yeah, I, I suspect it would be pineapple, isn't it? Because it would probably be the traditional Dole Whip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably go living with a taste for the Dole Whip. Yeah. And then not worth the trash table for the spicy, yeah, the festival item. I am going to try Dole Whip again this year. Okay, okay. I do like the sound of the one that's like, is it straw? It's no, a strawberry one, yeah, that sounds Yeah, weird. or is it raspberry? I can't, can't remember. I think it's strawberry. Yeah. One definitely one of two. Yeah, some other flavour. Did they do an orange one somewhere as well? Yeah, I have seen that, yeah. Right. Yeah. Basically anything but pineapple, really. Yeah. Anything but pineapple. Yeah. Um, and then for the beverages, we've got a watermelon lager. We've got a mango, a mango tango hard cider. Uh, try saying that if you're drunk. And <laughs> a North Coast Brewing uh, golden ale. Not even worth a trash can for me. Okay. Okay. Not a big fan. I used to be a massive fan of cider. <clears throat> Not anymore. And right. don't like ales that much, and our lagers. Watermelon, I'm not a great fan of. Did we have the discussion before about why they called it hard cider? No, I, I, we did talk about it in in the food and wine episode. Okay, and it was confusing to us because when it's a cider, it's alcoholic. Yeah, because they have apple juice. Yeah. So what's the difference what... a cider and an apple juice? Yeah. Or what's the difference between a cider? Oh, yeah, yeah. A cider and a hard cider, which I guess yeah. is the same thing as a cider and an apple juice. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, again, not worth the trash table. I mean, two 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 beers and one cider. Yeah, not, not for me personally. Okay, so here is the official difference. Okay. Apple cider is fresh, unfiltered, and often unpasteurized. Un- it's also considered okay. a seasonal drink and can be hard to find outside of the autumn months. Apple juice, on the other hand, is filtered and pasteurized, which gives it a longer shelf life. I mean, that's two different types of apple juice, America. That is, that is like over here, we would just have that would essentially be just be cloudy apple juice, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. their their equivalent of cider is basically cloudy apple juice. Cloudy apple juice, but but it's basically just fresh. Yeah, apple juice. That's fresh all apple it is, juice really. versus not fresh apple juice. Yeah, America, yeah. come on. Just read the bowl. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit strange, isn't it? Because you think well, it is just apple juice. I was hoping for something a bit sexier than that. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, I was hoping for a really. But I'm not surprised. Thing. You know how you hear this with these spam facts from Hawaii. Yeah, that was yeah. incredible. Yeah, America. Yeah, the, the, the cider didn't quite live up to the spam. <laughs> okay, um, <clears throat> on to the refreshment port now mm. uh we've got a braised beef poutine french fries with braised beef garlic and fine herbs cheese sauce cheese curds crumbled um garlic and fine herbs with a gherkin relish for ten dollars and we've got a traditional poutine french fries with beef gravy cheese curds and crumbled garlic and fine fine herbs for seven dollars fifty mm-hmm. i would say uh sawing around my mouth for the Braised beef poutine and living with the taste for the traditional poutine. Both sound okay. good to me. Yeah, I mean, I would probably go the other way around. So I'd probably go sawing around my mouth for the traditional one. Yeah. And then living with the taste for the braised beef. Yeah. Um, but yeah, both both sound good. I'd get both, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. And then for beverages, you've got a quick pineapple orange whip hard seltzer for eleven twenty-five. Uh Florida Orange Groves Winery Sparkling Peach for eleven dollars. And then you've got the Corsical Stemless Flute, presumably with the um, sparkling peach in it for $24. I yeah. would ha- I'd go living with the taste for that one, just because I'd try the sparkling peach. 
Okay. Um, I'd probably have to say not with trash table for me personally. Yeah, no, I mean, the orange whip hard seltzer at eleven twenty five is very expensive for a for a seltzer. Okay. I don't really know what a seltzer is. I think it's just like fizzy. Right. Okay. <laughs> I've heard, yeah, because I've heard. Well, they yeah. They sell them like a lot in cans, and they're all yes. Like, all of them are disgusting from when I, I've tried them. Okay. But, I mean, the fact that they call it a hard seltzer presumably just means it's it's alcoholic. Yeah, because um, America doesn't seem to understand the difference between that and. Yeah, I'm just trying to see hard seltzer, adult seltzer, mature seltzer, spike seltzer, and hard sparkling alcohol water is a type of highball drinking drink. A highball drink. Why, why have seltzer. they not got one name for it as well? So seltzer's a thing? They say it's a highball drink containing seltzer. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So it's a so it's a thing of its own. Did not know that. But then it also just says it's sparkling water. Is it a brand of sparkling water? I don't know. I don't understand. No, I don't know. Oh, sparkling water, carbonated water, and seltzer are terms that can be used interchangeably. So it is just sparkling water. Oh, okay. So it's sparkling water with some booze in it then. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I don't it like it. Like. I don't I'm not a great fan of sparkling water. Okay, okay. Yeah, they say they say seltzer is more common in the US and sparkling water is more common in the UK. Okay. It is just sparkling water. Okay. Uh, On to Shimmering Sips then, hosted by Corsicle, this one. Uh, We've got two items of food. We've got a guava cake with whipped cream and coconut, 475. And we've got strawberry cheesecake soft serve topped with a mini cheesecake and graham cracker crumbs in a specialty vessel. Well, that makes it sound like it's served in some guy. (laughs) Please, please help me. I've got a cheesecake in my chest. They keep calling me a speciality vessel. Have you seen it, Motep? <laughs> um, I think really for good. me, soaring around my mouth for the strawberry cheesecake, soft serve, sounds yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then probably, probably living with the taste for the guava cake. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's got coconut on it, but you know, I can live with that. I- I'm the same. Is that yeah. the same? Yeah, I think they both sound good. Coconut depends how much. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but I I will eat coconut. I'm just not a massive fan of coconut. Like, yeah, it doesn't make me like reach or anything, but I would no. yeah, I would definitely try it. I mean in terms of I would I would eat coconut more happily than I would eat pineapple. Yeah, I'd probably the same. Yeah. yeah. But bounty can just go to hell. So Oh bounty can go to hell, yeah. <laughs> Completely agree. Yeah. Disgusting vile piece of poo in my shoe, chocolate bar. <laughs> uh, on to the beverages we've got a berry mimosa with berry fizz sparkling wine and white cranberry juice for $7 we've got a tropical mimosa with sparkling wine and minute made passion fruit orange and guava juices for $7 a blood orange mimosa with sparkling wine and blood orange juice for $7 a beer mimosa uh, with uh, it's a sour ale and sparkling wine for $9 and a mimosa flight for $14 and a corksicle stemless flute for $24 I'm getting a mimosa Mosa Phil vibe, yeah. I think living with the taste, I think there's some good good options there. I'd probably go for the Mimosa flight to be fair. Yeah, okay. Which which three do you reckon you choose? The beer mimosa, the tropical mimosa, and the berry mimosa, I think. Okay, okay, nice. 
Um, a lot of oranges are a little bit strong for me often. Right. Okay. Okay. I mean, for me, I'm probably going to have to say not worth a trash table because they're all sparkling. That's true. Um, if yeah. if if they weren't sparkling, they would sound lovely. Yeah. 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 But then they probably wouldn't be mimosas, really, would they? No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, disappointingly, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on to Spain then. We've got the um, mixed Spanish meats, which okay. include cheeses, olives, and herbed vinaigrette. Uh, for six fifty, we've got a paella. How with... is that only six fifty? And yet, I know, a cheesecake. A cheesecake from Italy is eight. That's what I'm saying about Italy. It's a ripoff. Yeah. This is the one that gets me, and this one looks amazing. The paella with saffron rice, chorizo, and, and shrimp, six seventy-five. You get a decent portion. You get chorizo. You get shrimp, six fifty. Six six seventy-five even. Yeah. Uh, seafood salads with shrimp, scallops, mussels, extra virgin olive oil, white balsamic vinegar, and smoked paprika for six twenty-five. For me, um, sore around my mouth is the paella. Seafood salad is living with a taste. And the Spanish meats, cheese, and olives, which sounds amazing, but not even worth a trash table because the yeah. other two sound better. Okay. I mean, I'll be honest, I probably wouldn't get anything from this booth. Yeah. I mean, this but... booth is idea of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will probably, because I've got to do something. I'll probably say, uh, soaring around my mouth for the paella. Yeah. I just eat around the shrimp. I'll eat the shrimp. Um, there you go. Uh, living with a taste for the um, for the for the meats. Yeah. Charcuterie. That is right. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then and then not worth the trash table for the seafood salad. Fair enough. And then for the beverages, you've got a white sangria, a rosé sangria, a red sangria, or a sangria flight. I mean, sorry, man, <laughs> my mouth. Thank you very much. I'll have a sangria flight times two, please. <laughs> um, I'll I'll go live with the taste. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll try I'll try a sangria. The sangria. I mean, I would one hundred percent be getting the sangria flight. Okay. Yeah. With not, I'm not even like second guessing it. Not, and then not I'll even back and get my favorite. Not one. concerned about the white one. No, no, no. I like a white sangria. Weirdly. Oh, okay, okay. But I'll I'll go back and get my favorite of the three as well. Right. Okay, we're on to swelled showcase now. We've got two couple more left. Um, for food, we've got a Mickey shaped liquid. Oh, so this doesn't open till September the twenty second. Oh, okay. So. We've got a Mickey-shaped liquid nitro cake, a soft serve in a waffle cone with either vanilla, apple cinnamon, or salted caramel, a cream soda float with vanilla soft serve, or a Fanta grape float with vanilla soft serve. Weird that this one is taking so long to open, given it's just ice cream, yeah. basically. I, I, do you know what a nitro cake is? No. Mm. But I'm guessing it's... <clears throat> There's some pictures. It's on a stick. I mean, it looks good. It doesn't look bad, does it? No, I mean, I, I, I'm not entirely sure. Oh, is it just cake? It looks like it's the air. Probably yeah. with a frozen top. Right, okay. I mean, I'm going to say, because there's, well, there's four here. Yeah. Still running around my mouth for the Mickey shape liquid nitro cake. Mm-hmm. Living with a taste for the soft serve with mm, probably salted caramel. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And then not worth a trash table. Sorry, living with the taste also for the cream soda float, because I do like cream soda. And then not worth a trash table for Fanta grape. Okay. Okay. Uh, mine's going to be similar. So, um, soaring around, my, soaring around my mouth for the nitro cake. Uh, soft serve will be living with a taste. Again, probably salted caramel. Uh-huh. Um, and then the two floats I'll do not worth the trash table for. Don't even like a cream soda. Is that is busy, that sparkling? It's busy, yeah, to be yeah, fair. Yeah. I thought I was assuming it was. So. Yeah, yeah. And then in terms of beverages, we've got a frozen apple pie, which is non alcoholic. What, cin- what what? I don't know. Do they just like no, blend like, is it yeah, is it just a liquid apple pie? <laughs> that sounds gross, doesn't it? <laughs> a cinnamon apple cider, non alcoholic. I mean, so it's cinnamon apple juice then. Yeah, yeah. Three daughters toasted coconut porter. Okay, I don't I don't know what that is, but okay. A three daughters toasted coconut porter float with vanilla soft serve, and a berry fizz red sparkling wine float with vanilla soft serve. A red wine float. <laughs> the Just weird thing is, disgusting. why are those two in beverages, and yet they have two floats under food? Yeah, that's true. Actually, you, so, you're not. You're not. I mean, presumably, you're not drinking the float, are you? It's got uh, wine. Well, I mean, I guess at some point you've got to be drinking the float, haven't you? But you've also got to eat it first. Yeah, and so you can't. Why? Why? Eat, all the floats should be in one section or the other. Yeah, no, I agree. With like, that. <clears throat> that's a bit odd. I'm. I'm um, going to say not worth a trash table, to be honest. Okay, I mean, I'll probably go living with the taste because I I would try the apple cider. And I, depending on what the frozen apple pie is like, I could try that. Yeah. Okay. Because it, it's more the, I don't mind the taste of the apple. It's, it's, it's the consistency. It's the consistency of the stewed apple that I don't like. It's like bits. So if it's blended up, yeah, then that might be all right. Ooh, fruit and yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not a Muller corner man. Disgusting, vile. I like the Muller corners that have like chocolate digestive balls in them. Yeah, they're, they're they're more the crunch corners, aren't they? Yeah, but the yeah. the ones with like the fruit pot in the corner. Oh, gross! Yeah. Disgusting. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Oh. Uh, okay, on to um, Tangerine Cafe. Flower uh, flavor, not flowers. Flavor of Medina, Moderna, Medina. Do they? We're near the end, basically. We've got two more. <laughs> We've got a, a grilled chicken or Moroccan spiced lamb kebabs with carrot chickpea salad and garlic aioli for six twenty twenty five. We've got a fried falafel falafel pita with tahini sauce for five fifty. A stone baked Moroccan bread with hummus, something else, and something else for five dollars. And a pistachio cake with cinnamon pastry cream and candied walnuts. Now we're talking for four seventy five. I am gonna say sorry around my mouth for the pistachio cake. Okay. I'm gonna go for the lamb kebab for them with a the taste. And then the pita and Moroccan bread probably. Actually no, Moroccan bread living with a taste also. The fried falafel pita. Um not even worth a trash table. Okay. Um, it's a bit of a tough one for me. I think I will go sore in my mouth for the pistachio cake. 
Yeah. Uh, living with a taste for the Moroccan bread, mm-hmm. and then not worth the trash table for the kebab and the falafel. Falafel. Okay. Uh, uh, falafel. Yeah. 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 Okay, and onto the beverages. We've got. Th- I mean, three daughters. They're back again. Yeah. They're, this time they're brewing a fig hard cider. Okay. They've also got a raspberry citrus hard cider. They've got a peach part, peach party peach and blackberry hard cider, and a fig cocktail with fig vodka, sparkling wine, and cranberry juice. You've got a hard cider flight, and then the corkscrew stemless flute as well. I'm going to say living with a taste for this one. You know, I I would, I know what I said about cider, but I would, mm. I don't mind a raspberry cider, hard cider. I'm talking like proper yeah. cider, and the the peach and blackberry cider I would probably try as well. Okay, mm-hmm. but the fig cocktail. <laughs> What is who's on that? <laughs> Someone was on crack when they came up with that. Big vodka, like what? <laughs> Disgusting. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's not worth the trash table. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm assuming that hard cider in the US is sparkling. Yeah, I think it is. It's like hard cider. Yeah, I'm yeah. Assu- yeah, I was assuming it was. And then uh, we're on to the last booth now, also opening September the 22nd, Wine and Wedge. We've got four items on the menu. We have assorted cheeses and accompaniments, very vague. Um, <laughs> Just whatever they could find, basically, yeah. on the day. Uh, uh, fig and balsamic souffle. Uh, okay. Pimento cheese with bread and butter, pickled vegetables and grilled bread. And an artist palette of wine and cheese, which includes uh, assorted cheeses, as combined with Hartley apple brandy, Florida orange groves, winery black and blue port. I mean, I'll be so some of the, So you're getting drinks with these? I guess so. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the pictures. Uh, assorted artisanal cheese and accompaniments. Okay, what is that? Oh, it's the souffle. Okay. What? When you're looking at a picture and can't even identify the souffle. <laughs> the weird, the, fi- the thing I find weird is that the, the Disney food blog don't have pictures of everything. Well, I, I guess there's a, there's a few things this year that are new. So and it's it, it doesn't what? open until September twenty second. Oh yes, this one doesn't open. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I can let them off. Yeah. Yeah. Because the two pictures that they do have are press pictures by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a tough one. I think. Sore around my mouth will be maybe the the artist palette just because it gives you a lot to try. Okay. Uh, oh, wait a minute. the artist palette, right? Okay, the bottom one. Yeah. Okay, I I was thinking you meant the assorted artist. Oh no. Okay. Living with the taste would be the assorted cheeses and accompaniments, and then the okay. other two, not even worth the trash table. But with the caveat that saying that all of this sounds disgusting. To be yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you in terms of it doesn't sound wonderful. It's not my it's not my personal choice. Um, I I would probably go with uh, I probably go the the bread. What was it? The southern pimento cheese with bread and butter pickled vegetables for. For soaring around my mouth, maybe. Yeah. The assorted artisanal cheeses and accompaniments for living with the taste, and then the souffle and the artist palette is probably not worth the trash table for me. 
Okay. I think. I don't really know what half this stuff is. No, I don't either. I'm very <laughs> uncomfortable like that. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, beverages, we've got a a, a Risling Spatless, a Hartley Apple Brandy, a Florida Orange Groves Winery Black and Blue Port, and a flight of all three. Not worth a trash table for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd agree with you that. What a shame. What a shame that we ended what, what on. A poor wine to end waves. on. Yeah. Stupid alphabet. Yeah. Well, stupid alphabet. I'm not thanking for the, the Phoenicians for that. <laughs> I mean, there, there are some additional locations, yes. aren't they? Are these just where it's an existing location that serves a, yeah. a, a festival item? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, you know, they're, they're usually things like um, seasonal Joffrey's coffees and things like that, which, you know, n- no one cares about because Joffrey's is disgusting. So, yeah. you're, you know, we should be okay. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that's fair. So thank you very much for listening to this two-part episode. We hope you've enjoyed our little take on Snog Mario Voyage. Um, please do leave us a review. It make, It helps us to grow and more people can listen to us Talk about the history of spam. Um, that's that's what the people want, Ryan. That's what the people want. <laughs> well, you wait. We'll be like ranking fairly highly in travel and places this week, but we'll be number one in the in the history charts. Yeah, 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 and the spam charts. Spam charts. We're all, <laughs> always number one in the spam charts. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much for listening, and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are, and just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>